boys are bent in town, the boys are bent in town. Said the boys are bent in town, the boys are bent in town. Hello, we're here live on Zoom. We got Mantis, yours truly. We got Colin, the Siberian Husky. I'm back in Indiana. And I'm very sad. I can't really hide it right now. I was in Tampa this previous weekend, first the Super Bowl, but more importantly, to see my former roommate in New York named, he was he goes by the name of Hot Sean. He's a very attractive guy. His name's Sean. Very hot. Just what he wants. Never been told no in his life. So I stayed with him this weekend and watched the Super Bowl. It was very fun. The weather was great. Colin, how was watching the Super Bowl in Indiana? Dude, it was freezing. So Sunday morning I woke up and I looked at the, uh, like the weather app on my phone and the real real feel or whatever they call it was like negative 15 what was it down what was it in tampa it was kind of cold on sunday too it was like 72 yeah that's a damn shame really hate to hear that yeah i fucking paid a spirit spirit flight to go down there for 72 degree weather i was got my ass robbed yeah sounds like a rough time i feel for you it was a very scary time actually so i flew in friday night flew in spirit got a little cheap flight and when I landed, I was, uh, first of all, a city that's holding the Super Bowl with COVID, it was still pretty packed. It was still pretty like Super Bowl atmosphere. Like when you when you get off the plane, they like volunteers like clapping and cheering, wearing a Super Bowl attire and all that. Yo, what, 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 what did I do? <laughs> Did you feel like Brady getting off the plane? Yeah, I did actually. I felt like, uh, I, I thought I wanted to make a wish kid personally, but yeah, I felt like Brady too. When I, you look like him. I, who, Make a Wish or Brady? Oh, I think we know the answer to that one. Well, when I got off the plane, I was trying to find uh, my Uber. And he said he was going to like the second floor jet blue departing, or arrival, should I say. And I was confused. It was my first time in Tampa. So I went downstairs, kept looking for him. He told me he was going upstairs. I had no idea that I left my luggage. Uh, so I was sitting down on a little bench waiting for the dude. But I left my luggage on the corner of the bench. And I went upstairs with just my backpack. And I found the Uber driver. So I got in, just had a conversation, blah, blah, blah. And then 13 minutes later, he drops me off. And I go, thanks, man. Oh, you got my bag from the trunk? He's like, what bag? And I was like, dropped my jaw. And I was like, oh, my God. He's like, what? You were at Hot Sean's? I went to a bar to meet Sean to get his keys at the apartment. So I dropped myself off, then go back to the bar. He dropped me off. I was like, holy fuck, I need to go back to the airport right now. So he's like, oh, I don't know what to do, man. Like, your ride's so going. So I, I, this is the worst part. I threw him $100 to take me back ASAP, grab the bag, and then go back to uh, the bar. So now you I'm gave $100. him $100 just to go back? Yeah. Oh, I overpaid. I overpaid the hell out of him. Jeez. More of my important stuff was in my backpack, but I had all my clothes and shit in the small luggage. But I was like calling the TSA. They weren't, um, they're fucking nine to five hours. They're probably going home watching the fucking uh, college basketball. I was call- I called the Tampa police to like try and find the bag. They tried to find it at first, but then I, I was explaining the wrong floor to them. So they went downstairs, found the bag, just sitting there. Thankfully, so someone's standing there waiting for it, and I got it back. But like, my heart was like, I thought I was gonna have a heart attack. It was insane. Bro, you're lucky they didn't like mistake it for like a bomb or some shit. They always feel like every time I get patted down by TSA, they always have a bomb under my shirt. So I get patted down every time. I, I, I can't raise my arms all the way up. So they're like, you raise your arms. I no. They do a little circle thing. <laughs> then I hop out. Yeah. And they're like, all right, we need we need to uh, pat you downstairs. We need to pat you up. Are you, are you comfortable? I'm like, yeah, man, I do it every time. I mean, it's kind of it's got to be kind of nice to get felt up by a TSA agent, though. I mean, that's got to be kind of nice. I'm always a shirt a boner every time I hop on a flight, so that's sure. nice. Thirty thousand. You ever feet. had like a hot TSA agent rub you down? 
They're no, always pretty well. Fat. There's a there's a couple of cute guys, but most of them are always like these over weight fat dudes. Obviously, you get like the same same sets has to massage you or pat you down. Sorry. Eventually, went back to the bar, paid the dude a hundred dollars. I overpaid him, but fuck it. I uh, got the chief Michon, and then we uh, went back to his apartment, dropped my stuff off, went to the bar. And Tampa was just fucking packed. I mean, for, not just Tampa, but you know this would be in Orlando, Florida. It's a whole new country. I think there should be 49 states of America. Just Florida does not give a fuck about anything. Everything, every bar was packed. Every street was packed. I mean, people were just like shoulder to shoulder. It was like, I'm getting it for, for those who are curious about it. I'm getting a COVID test tomorrow just to make sure I'm okay, but I have no symptoms. But yeah, if, I, if we survive Orlando, we just survive Tampa. I mean, I was going to say, we're in Orlando. I mean, the only difference, the only real difference between like, was this that we didn't make out with anybody but other than that i mean we damn near might as well i didn't make out with anyone that sucked sounds like another weekend i had one yeah i had one girl put her arm on my shoulder just for her to like twerk on her friend so i was like her like like, yeah it's like weight holder so that was that was something probably went home and rubbed one out to that later night that night huh no, I actually went, uh, I left and I went to a uh, COVID concert. Hello, uh, Jack Harlow, 2 Chains, Rick Ross, and French Montana show. Mask up, right? You have to have a mask to get in, but once you're in, man, it's fucking, it's fucking 2020 or 2019. Yeah, it is. That's what I like to hear. How was that? Yeah. It was really cool. It, I would, it's not It's not really a concert. It's more like a, just like rap, it's a, a rapper appearance. Well, actually, yeah. no, that's a lie. It was, it was a concert, but most of the things were just like appearances, but uh jack played like three songs rick and rick ross and two chains played like i don't know five or six it was packed but the crowd sucked because i think it was like a, it was a country venue so no one really cared about the rapper wouldn't know what was going on but everyone's wearing neon yeah. and a slutty outfit so it was, it was still a party they were expecting morgan wallen and got two chains morgan wallen would have loved that concert <laughs> yeah <laughs> he would have been saying a lot every word whoops <laughs> he would have heard rick ross and he would have been on he would have been grabbing the other mic yeah Keep the doorbells away. I was pretty close to two chains. After his performance, he came out like a little a balcony level, and he's like five feet, or sorry, six feet away from me. Did you guys want to keep different? Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, he had like three bodyguards around there, like fucking six, six like two ninety. So that was good. You could have slithered in. Just you no, know, you yeah. should have just uh, should have just pulled the make a wish card. Should have. Two chains. You know, always wanted to meet you, man. Two, two chains. You 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 have five chains on. What I thought you were two chains. Man, you have five, but if can I have one? Two? <laughs> nah, that was pretty cool though. Was it was there a pretty good like how many people do you think were there? Uh I do awesome. I for those who are listening, I was we had the video version of the episode on my YouTube, Young Mantis 2, or just Young Mantis, but i am showing clips of that right now. <laughs> Uh, I would say that venue was probably a few hundred. It was packed. I mean, bigger 600. Shit. Yeah. But yeah, it felt like a, it felt like a concert. Um, then like, I went to a uh, Sunday, went to another like, little Jack Harlow, Tory Lanez, Migos appearance uh, gotcha. with uh, Potsy and uh, Mike Penny's co-host of the Terrence the Ross podcast. Yeah. I think the crazy thing about being a rapper, Tory Lanez pulled up, for, he did like one song and then left at like 2.20 a.m. He probably got paid like fifty thousand for that, maybe a hundred thousand. I was about to say, 
What do you think he got paid for that one song? Tory Lanez, probably, probably 75 to 100000 for that. That's unbelievable. We didn't say it for the meetup. Oh, you paid $100 to get your bags. Yeah, I paid 100 on my badge. Yeah, I paid fucking 75000 for a badge. You probably put in a little OT on Cameo that weekend. Yeah, no shit. There's got to be some 13-year-old out there who wants a B-Day wish, right? No shit. Tampa Bay would, I mean, I'm making a video right now. It's called, you know, Girls Gone Wild. It's called, it's called Tampa's Gone Wild. I mean, right when the game ended, bro, like, there's just fights breaking out. There are, like, hundreds of kids, yeah. like, hundreds of kids, like, blocked, like, the four-way streets. Like, they're, like, just parking cars and, like, damaging cars and climbing up street poles. Like, it was, I mean, it was everything I expect. Like, it's, like, it's like when Philadelphia won the Super Bowl, but in COVID. Yeah. Remember when they were greasing up the poles? So people wouldn't yeah. climb the poles. Gateway into the purge. Oh yeah. It's like hey, as soon as the the uh, Super Bowl ends, it's just like do whatever you want, or at least that's what people think. So it sounds like a, a good weekend overall. Like yeah. Time. So now I gotta. Uh, I'm back in Indiana land, and now I gotta. Yeah. I got a DoorDash extra man. I lost a lot of money, not from gambling, just from like just going out. So I gotta really gotta dash it up this week. Sounds like you pretty much shredded half your fucking travel budget in the first trip. I mean the. Uber, I mean, good lord, dude. I, I, was your bag? Like, oh your man, one of my worth a hundred dollars. One of my Ubers, the Harlow, was fucking one hundred twenty-six dollars without without the tip. <laughs> yeah. Wait a second. Hold on, I got multiple questions. So first off, you Ubered with Harlow? No, two Harlow. Two Harlow to see what? Yeah. $126. You paid $126 for that. And he performed my three songs and left. <laughs> Jeez, man. You so you paid with for two trips, you spent $226 for two much. trips. I mean, what happened to full-time bag chasing? I mean, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to change the LinkedIn bio. Hey, when quick. I when I tell you that I'm a so excited for this manscaped uh income determined for the month, shout out manscaped. Best tools for your jewels. I I am very excited. I mean, could well, okay, great point right there. Why didn't you trade like a pair of manscaped, or at least tell the guy, hey, use code Bent for twenty uh, percent off and free shipping at manscaped.com for all those listening. You know, man, I gotta be honest. He was speak the much English, so I don't think he know what was going on. I mean, he fleeced your ass like a hundred dollars. What if you just got another Uber? Like, why didn't you just order another Uber? I was just so scared that the bad wouldn't be there. I really should have. I, really, I should have. Oh, clothes. Clothes. Clothes in my shoes. That's it. Yeah. So, like I said, was it even worth $100? The oh, bag no. I just pants. I had a heart attack. That guy, I mean, you made his life. Like, he... He's probably driving away that night thinking, what an idiot. Like, I'm going home. I'm, hey, I'm, I'm, a, I'm expecting something good to happen to me in the next week or two after that karma. You saw the karma between Tyreek Hill and uh, the DB for the Buccaneers. Antoine Winfield, I think. Yeah. I mean, what, just him getting the peace sign in his face? Or? Yeah. That, that, yeah. Just, that Uber was week 12 for me. So my Super Bowl is going to be, I'm going to somehow get $100 back. I'll figure, I'll find, I'll figure out. Uh, I already won yeah, twenty. We'll I won happens. twenty. I won twenty off that uh, draft games little special. I bet ten for like a point five touchdowns or more. So we're, yeah. we're twenty down. There you go. Technically, you only really won ten on that. I mean, it's, it, for me, you know, for me, it's twenty. Yeah, look, look at it how you wish, but yeah, I would say that um, <laughs> you're gonna start. You're gonna have to hit a lot of six o'clock bonuses at DoorDash for the next few weeks. Yeah, you know, I had a uh, there was a nine dollar bonus last week during a snowstorm. 
Oh, you should have done it. You have a BBC. I know. I did How five dollars. People have that type of an asset. They don't. They don't. But yeah, I got the dash in a bad this week. <laughs> yeah. Christ. <laughs> a little overtime. Yeah. Big week. Nice. Uh, don't don't leave Carmel this week. Nope. I'm staying here. I'm staying put. Especially with my trophy test. I'm chilling here. Not the flesh. I mean, I mean, my listeners, I live in Carmel. I expect I am rich, so deal with it. But <laughs> I was gonna say, I think you're hiding money from me after that weekend. I mean, you put up two twenty six in a span of about ten minutes. I'm a money maker, baby. Yeah. Hey, somebody's walking away happy. Two people are. You ready to uh, get into this interview with Ryan Moody? Yes, sir. Let's do it. Here we go. We got Ryan Moody, episode 14, our guest. Going to break down his Madden gameplay and YouTube channel. All right. We are now joined by Ryan Moody. Now, Ryan Moody, if you're not familiar with Madden EA Sports, not a big gamer, Ryan Moody has his, his own little YouTube channel with uh, 78. Did you just say little YouTube channel? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. He's got the little. 5,000 more subscribers than he has. Little rinky-dink-ass YouTube channel this guy's got. You might have seen a couple of videos that he did. And then take the way, Ryan. Ryan Moody, you want to uh, explain yourself to the that boy Bent following? Listen, I, I take the best Madden clips on Earth, and I put them on my channel, and I expose them to the masses so the, the people can see whether you have the game or not what Madden is capable of when it comes to not simulating football. Is the YouTube channel, is that your full-time gig or do you have a, you have, you sound like you have a radio voice. Oh, I had a podcast before, but we stopped doing that. I had a podcast with Jimmy Smith, the uh, MMA commentator where we did uh, MMA breakdowns for UFC and Bellator. Uh, We did that for about a year and a half. And then just, you know, Jimmy went back to ESPN, which was kind of the hopes all along. But uh, I mean, aside from YouTube, I have a full-time job. I, I don't count on YouTube as, I mean, it's nice, you know, to have that check, but uh, I just don't think I can count on YouTube full time. Plus, you know, I have a credit union here. When I go there, they don't even look at my YouTube income. They don't, it doesn't even, you know, register to them. So between healthcare and 401k and actually wanting to have a productive life and and be an adult, it's hard to just say, hey, I I full time YouTube, you know? Yeah, I actually thought this was your full time job. Is you putting out like what, maybe eight to nine videos a day on average? Uh, two, but you know, if you want to overestimate oh, it, sure. Well, on the hot days, eight to nine. I know I've seen plenty. Uh, uh, oh yeah. There's some days where I just get bored and I just want to see reactions and I'll, I'll throw three or four or five up. But the problem is that they'll only notify someone twice in 24 hours. Oh. So they don't want to spam somebody with your content, but you know, there's days where I feel like, you know, spending a little extra money and just upload another video. So it is, it is nice to that effect. You know, when you know the bills are going to be due, you can always throw up another video or two and try to generate some extra money for yourself, but you never know which ones are going to, which ones are going to do good and which ones aren't. I mean, I have some other friends that, that do YouTube and you know, you'll put your heart into a video for, for 20, 30, you know, 40 minutes of work and you know, 20,000 people will watch it. You, you put up a clip of a ball going through a player's butthole and you know, 200,000 people watching it. It's like, you know, how did your YouTube channel start? Was it based off of like a certain Madden where you just always been a man, man, um, have you always noticed how Madden's been going downhill? I guess how I started was there was a, another YouTuber uh, back in the day named uh, Gideon Prime. He still does some NBA breakdowns. And uh, he was really one of the first ones that, you know, and of course this is, you know, 10, 15 years ago. So we've got, you know, just phones, cameras pointing at a TV. It's nowhere near where it is now. 
and uh, do some breakdowns about things that were wrong in the game, uh, a lot of clipping, motion shifting, warping, things like that. And, and I saw that, and I saw the people gravitated to that because, you know, once you play the game, you have a, a – it's like a brotherhood of this game is bad. You you all instantly know when you can connect about how bad the game is. And I wanted to kind of take it, you know, another level and, and try to execute a little bit more football. And, I mean, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of video game things wrong with Madden. You know, there's clipping, warping, shifting, all that stuff. But there's also a lot of just fundamental football things that don't work right. So I wanted to kind of take that approach. And then, you know, here we are, you know, 10, 10 12 years later and uh, 30 million views later. I, who would have thought, you know, now I don't even know how to stop. You know, it's like a train. Like once it got yeah. started, you don't uh, you don't think about how it's going to stop. You just think about getting it going. And So Madden 21, I think, is it still, I think it's still at a point two, point three out of 10. You know what? Let's do a live look. So are you doing it or am I doing it? We're both can, doing you, it. You can do it. Why, why, why don't you look at it? Look at it oh, why don't I look at it? Sure. I mean, I'm just the guest. Why don't I do everything then? Unbelievable. That Boy Ben is brought to you by our friends at Manscaped who have the best tools for your family jewels. Now, fellas, as we know, Valentine's Day is coming up and we got to make sure your basement is ready to go for that special night. Whether it's a guy, it's a girl, it's your right hand, hell, it's your left hand. None of those want to see your bush. They want the nice presidential lawn. And thankfully, to our friends at Manscaped, they have the perfect product for you. And that's the Perfect Package 3.0. This package includes a lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, ball deodorant, ball toner, a little travel case for all your products, a pair of underwear, everything you need to be clean for Valentine's Day. And if you want to take it to the next level, you can now purchase the Manscaped's new refined cologne. This is a perfect complement to the collection. You can find all this at manscaped.com and use my promo code BENT for 20% off plus free shipping. That is 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com with the code BENT. Happy Valentine's Day from Manscaped. Your balls will thank you that night. Or morning. Shit. So no, I like, did just check oh. since, you know, you didn't because, you know, I mean, why would you? You're hosting the podcast. I mean, why wouldn't I do all the all the legwork here? Madden NFL 21 currently has a 63 meta score from actual reviewers and the user score now based on 5,570 reviews is still 0.2, which means this game is overwhelmingly, exceedingly bad. It has. 1% of the reviews from, from actual gamers is positive. That's 72 positive ratings. 29 people were mixed, which means they probably meant to click negative, they missed it, and they were off to the left just slightly, and they hit mixed. 5,469, giggle you children, negative ratings, which is 98%. 98% of people who play this game came and left it a negative rating. They played the game and they said, you know what? This game is so shit. I'm going to take extra time out of my day to go on the Yelp of video games and leave this thing a negative review. I mean, I, to me, that's in and of itself spectacular because a lot of times people just don't care enough to share something negative about it they'll just you know okay that sucked i'll just never play that again instead they went and said you know what we're gonna voice our opinion it's like what clint oldenberg said point two is better than point one exactly well you know hey that's that's that and that in and of, in and of itself it shows you why this game can't get better you know i think generally if i told you your podcast rated a, a point two out of ten you would probably sit down and say okay i can either stop doing this podcast because i'm awful at it or i can find ways to re-engage let me ask people why this podcast blows, and then I'll try to get better. So I know you would do that, but EA, EA does not seem to want to do that. They they want to cling just like just like those gamers on that last leg of oh my god, this game I love it. 
Are you picking your nose while we're doing this? I'm scratching it. A pigeon's like doing this. Scratches like a little whiff. I could I couldn't tell. It's like they know that they still have a bunch of like morons out there who are going to continue to buy it and continue to like think it's the greatest thing ever, and they just they're going to continue to make their money. Well, I think part of it is if you look at the cycle of gamers that come in, you know, very rarely does or, or rather do we see that someone. Uh, you know, I'm the exception, right? You know, somebody that plays, you know, video games as a child to an adult. A, a lot of people either outgrow it or, or they come in as a, as a child and start to repeat that cycle. So a child now that's, let's let's say, seven or eight, nine, ten years old that's playing Madden, you know, they, they don't remember, you know, Madden 05. They don't remember, you know, the good Maddens before. So all they have is the reference of the community saying, hey, all this stuff used to be in this game. All this stuff is missing from the game. To them... You know, I mean, really, at no fault of their own, they probably do see, you know, incremental changes in, in better game year to year to year. But, you know, to the people that have played this game eight, nine, ten years, that's all long gone. And at some point, I think a lot of people have just gotten so tired of not just the same product, but being sold a better product and then being delivered the same product. You know, EA has a history now of next gen trailers that don't match the product they put out. They've literally done this three years. So at some point, you know, fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice, shame on whatever, however that goes. But I think everything kind of came to a conclusion this year. I mean, you can tell, uh, you know, anything EA tries to do right now is met with, you know, massive amounts of negativity. I mean, they announced college football is coming out, mm-hmm. not NCAA football, but college football. And and literally, imagine imagine this world where you you do something good. I mean, people have won a college football back, you know, for years, right? Yeah. And Madden is such a shitty game that it is trending because people don't want NCAA football to be as bad as Madden. Imagine having a game that bad, right? I, I can't any product that bad. You know, if Pizza Hut started selling hot dogs, imagine if people were so angry that they didn't want the hot dogs to be like the pizza because the pizza's the shits, right? I, it's EA is in a world of its own when it comes to a bad product. There's so many people that just want to see, you know, a reboot of what they did before. 14, yeah. it, it, you know what I mean? It, it's almost like as gamers, they don't have any faith that they're going to be able to improve something. Just give us what we had before, update the graphics, and we'll be okay. But, you know, again, the, the fear is, just like you said, you know, is this just going to be another epic, you know, copy and paste EA job where it's just, you know, Madden Light, you know, Madden College version, right? Where yeah. none of the things function the way they're supposed to. It's not just the fact that it's a bad game. It's the fact that nothing functions right. It's, no. you know, trade logic, draft logic, player logic. Nothing works you know, mm-hmm. if it's one or two things, you know, you can work around it. It's not one or two things. It's like one or two things work right. And then everything else is just unbelievably broken. They've got a, na- this is EA Sports now. They, they've got a nationally televised championship series. And the one guy's screen goes black on a fourth and one. <laughs> like you can't make this up, right? You it's can't. that bad. They have a Pro Bowl that they had to pre-record because they knew insanity would occur. Oh, they yeah. had NFL playing in the yard, and they got a fumble glitch. The NFL players didn't know what was going on because they know football. They don't know Madden. So they just, you know, the game breaks live on screen. Like, what what other company does things like this? I can't think of any other company. It would be like if Hot Pockets came out, and they just they didn't microwave right. And they kept trying to show these Hot Pockets on TV, but they came out half frozen. There's, there's no analogy for how bad this company is. 
any other company would just be done. It would just be over. Last year, at least, we, uh, the Madden committee's done a better job of like showing their voices of how much we care about improving this game. And we got people like you that's been putting up videos in the voice out. We got people on Twitter that the, the blue check marks are saying something, former NFL players. What's the next step into getting our voice heard for change from EA and Madden? I think the big thing that happened this year is no matter where people were in, in the, in this vicious cycle of horrible football, they had hope for next gen. There was always the underlying hope of, yeah, but they can't screw it up going to a next gen console. Right. Yes, and then once, <laughs> once we saw not only can they, they will that I think that's when people were like, okay, four more years of this. Now, I, now I'm, now I'm going to say something. I think obviously, you know, coming out with the, the original, you know, fix Madden franchise hashtag and seeing them have to respond to that last year. And then here we are, you know, February, they're still not meeting those promises that they had. I think that's a, that's a big thing. You know, that's even if you're not a gamer, even if you don't care about, you know, the game at all, if, if you come out just as an individual and you see somebody stand there and make a commitment to a customer and then, you know, they don't follow through six, seven, eight months down the road that resonates with you. Now you don't even have to play Madden and to a degree, you know, you're, you're siding with the community and saying, okay, this is kind of bullshit. You know, this, this game is broken. You know, you're selling us a broken product. You know, when you have a game that's so bad that it trends on Twitter four times for how bad it is, you don't need people to play the game to understand. They, they, already, they, they already know this is becoming common fact that this game is awful. And, and that's something that EA didn't have to deal with before. You know, the, the gaming community was so small, it was never going to get out there. You know, Angry Joe for years put Madden on his worst game list. And that really helped, you know, three, four, five years of that game being on the list really, really helped. You know, his, his really, really helped bring the casual gamer into seeing how bad this game was. And then now there's so much that reinforces that that you can't get away from it. You know, it, you, you can go watch any NFL video and it's going to be a related, you know, video to that of how bad this game is. And, and you know, unfortunately or, or fortunately, depending on how you want to look at it, some people's only interaction with Madden is going to be seeing a clip like mine or a clip like somebody else's where it's just a minute and a half of ridiculous gameplay that isn't even football, you know, and, and that creates a, a much different opinion from somebody. You got guys right now on YouTube, they're doing you know, pack openings together and seeing who gets the better cards. It, it's not about the game. It's not about playing the game. It's just, hey, I'm going to buy these digital cards and, and let's see who gets the best one. Is, is that what we're doing? Right? Is that is that where this game is? Glorified trading card game. Right. And, well, don't just, not overall Michael Vick. <laughs> yeah, don't disrespect trading cards like that because some of them actually have a redeeming value, okay? Yeah, <laughs> these right. these Trading cards don't disappear after a year in most cases. These cards are worthless when the next game comes out. Yeah. You know, and you, you've got people literally, you know, acting like animal from the Muppets when they, when they pull a 90 overall card. <laughs> it, it, blow, it literally blows my mind. You know, they'll literally sit there and just go hard in the paint on this card. And they've proven that it's designed to entice children. The lights, the flashing, the controllers. You know, it, it's a feel-good response, right? You know, when you when you feel like, hey, you know, I got over. I got I got something of greater value than I paid. A couple of days ago, they had to come out and say that they didn't put one of the cards out that they, they should have, a Deshaun Watson card. And they had to come out and own it and say, hey, listen, this card wasn't included yet. And you had people on Twitter saying, I spent $50, $60 trying to get this card this morning and I wasn't even going to get it because it wasn't in the packs. 
Like any other company does that and it's a problem. EA does it and it's like, we just accept it. Like, oh, okay, you know, they're, they're a horrible company. They make a poor product. It, you know, okay, just, just another check in the box. But yeah. at the same time, I mean, that just shows you, you know, they, they come out zero remorse. You know, just, hey, guess what? Guess what we screwed up today, guys? You ain't going to believe it. We didn't actually put that card in all those packs you bought. Sorry about your luck, but don't worry. We, we put in some cards you weren't expecting to get. You know, I, I don't know how you wouldn't go back and apologize to every person that bought that pack that day and say, listen, we're going to make this right for you. We're either going to give you the, the worthless card or we'll refund you back your money because we, we sold you the promise of something that you actually couldn't receive. But, but that's EA in a nutshell. Like, that's all they do. You know, selling you something deceptive and then delivering something that's just not that product. You're going up against games when they say the worst rated game of all time that maybe a thousand people played and 10 people went to review. I remember when I looked at the games that Madden was with, you know, there were games from like, you know, 1994, you know, you know, Batman Tetris, you know, some dumb game you'd never heard of that you just didn't sound like it made sense, right? Mm-hmm. Like Pac-Man mini golf, you know, all these dumb games are floating around back there. And there, there's Madden, <laughs> you know, Madden <laughs> 21. You know, yeah. Yeah, just chilling right, right beside, you know, Miss Pac-Man goes to Hollywood version four. <laughs> it, you know, it makes Frogger look like the best game of all time. Frogger's a decent Frogger game. Would, yeah. I'm say, that's a classic. Well, the logic in Frogger is probably better in Madden. At least yeah. you know what the objective is, right? It's hard to screw that one up. Right. It's not like if, if EA did a Frogger reboot, like one out of five cars would just go inexplicably. You wouldn't know. You'd be trying to cross the highway. No, All of would, a sudden, somebody's full speed in reverse. One of the cars would absolutely nail the fucking frog and it would just go right through the frog. <laughs> yeah, go yes, through the frog exactly. right through it. Yeah. I thought in this game you were the frog trying to cross the street. No, in this game, you're the truck trying to cross the frog. <laughs> The frogs have too much speed and momentum. They just run you over. Physics aren't in this game. <laughs> There's no physics in Madden. Yeah. There's no, no physics in this no game. No player IQ, no nothing. Right. But, Frogger 21, and it would have Frogger 19 in the game. Fucking Madden 21, bro. The practice uh, facility that had like the Madden 20 name on yeah. the sideline. <laughs> What's funny is I called them out on that in, in Madden 20. Yeah. I found it, and it said Madden 19 on the backboard. Yeah. Now, you would think, you would think, and that, that video probably got three or 400,000 views. You would think any other gaming company has an error like that seen by that many people. They would say, okay, we're going to sit down, and we're going to go over this thing with a fine-tooth comb. There is no way this practice gets put in this game without making sure every single asset is updated. Sure enough, Madden 21 comes out, and there she is in all her glory, a different a different one, uh, like a Kool-Aid jug in the back, says Madden 20. It's like, why wouldn't you just delete all those assets? Why wouldn't you just be like, you know what? It ain't even worth the risk. We're just going to take all the assets out of the practice squad or the practice stadium, and we're just going to leave it. Man 21 even had, a, I think if you played the practice, if you played practice mode for like 30 or 40 minutes, they would eventually play the Madden 20 soundtrack into the game. It's still, yeah, it's yeah. still Action Bronson is still in there, right? It's <laughs> like, what are we doing? Yeah, it's like, what, why? You know, like how lazy, how little do you care? This is Madden 21. Madden 21 is like, let's say it's a Sunday night. You got an essay due Monday. You completely forget that 11.30 p.m. You're like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm going to have 30 minutes. So you write a couple paragraphs. You know what? This is terrible. Fuck, I'm going to get three points out of 10. Turn it in. Still fail it. <laughs> Those three points mean everything to you. Fuck it. I'll try, ne- I'll try next year. Next year comes, forget, and another essay. Fuck it. No, no, th- that's actually being gracious. Th- this is <clears> when... 
this is when you have an essay due and you decide to watch the movie, but you watch the wrong movie and then you write the paper about the wrong movie. Uh, boys and girls, we're going to tunnel down here a bit. This is our segment called Mating with Mantis. Now, Ryan, you've got a family, you've got kids. You've, you've been through the whole process. I don't have kids that I know of. I got two cats. You got two cats. Hey, those two cats, you got some, you got some pussy. I have kids that I know <laughs> I'm still trying to find the perfect girl, that that one girl for one. Now, whatever the case may be. So I always ask our guests advice on how to mate. Find the right girl. I would say the best thing you can do is be yourself and don't actually go out and look for someone. When I found in my life, the right person will come to you. If you go out and try too hard to find someone and you try to impress someone by being someone you're not or, or be overly aggressive with someone or you project yourself too much, you're going to set yourself up for failure in the relationship because you were not projecting who you really are. But if you just let life happen, you'll, you'll be in a lot better shape. That was pretty similar to what Darius Butler said. Yeah. That was very similar. Pretty Great minds think alike. Shout out DB. Ryan's a smart dude. He knows his stuff. He's a very smart guy. I try. What does bent mean to you? Well, I mean, if we're talking about you, it means overcoming anything negative in your life and turning into a positive, you know, which you've done, you know, continuing to strive forward despite all the negative things that could happen. You know, obviously you, you had your situation there with Barstool. I think a lot of people, once they lose that, would probably be really quickly to, to turn away and say, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore. They'd be, you know, humiliated or embarrassed that they, they left out on something. But instead, you know, listen, you, you took what happened. You, you took it in stride. You didn't hide from it. You came out and said, hey, listen, this is my last day. This is the shit that happened. But this is what I'm going to reinvent myself as. Here's my YouTube. Here's my podcast. Here's me door dashing. You know, to me, like that took a lot, you know what I mean? Instead of just, you know, coming out and, and, and kind of rabbiting, you know, turtling up and, and saying, I, I can't do this. I'm, I'm humiliated and ashamed. You know, you went and said, listen, I'm, I'm going to take what I have. I'm going to persevere. I'm going to push forward and I'm going to turn myself into something else. And you've done a great job. I mean, look at all the, the diverse people you've had on your podcast, from musicians to football players to me. You know, you, you've really done an incredible job and you've maintained healthy relationships with everybody at Barstool in the process. That, thank you. Yeah, that was. You should be a little bit hard after that. I'm always hard. So now you're not going to be able to stand up for like three minutes. They're going to come and kick moving. you out. You're going to be was, like, listen, I got to sit here. That was the best one I think I've ever heard in my life. Like fucking miracle. Holy shit. <laughs> The next time you needed to get a hundred free throws out of a hundred, you just play that little fucking clip back. I'm going to. That's funny you, you said that. MJ it, right? <laughs> that's fucking amazing. That's the, that's the best motivation I've heard in my life. Well, thank you very much. Holy shit. You are welcome. Play that back and dream of it. That was Ryan Moody. Check out his YouTube channel, Ryan Moody 21. He's at 78.6K subscribers. 78.6 thousand, should I say? Okay, I put a K at the end, same thing. Well, you, you turned that around from shitting on me in the beginning with my little minuscule-ass channel, didn't you? The little pep talk really made you turn change your ways, didn't it? In the beginning, you're like, oh, this guy's got you know, a little little shit-ass channel. You might you might have watched it, you know, but now, now all of a sudden I give you the pep talk. You're like, hey, look at this. Ryan Moody, the Madden Guru. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ryan. You guys are welcome, man. Have a good day. Get home safe, okay? Appreciate you it. You too. Thank you. See you, bro. Hey, is that boy bent?